you're the pushing beyond the natural limits because you keep trying to test it you're like ah, i know i can always do a little bit more i can you know write one more thing or no i'll be involved in another project and then you you reach the point where in other areas of your life right you are basically being like very unchristian <laughs> you know like you're losing patience because you mm-hmm. know you're you're so hyper focused on one thing right you're like oh you know i gotta do this well and then through that you know i'll be able to verify but then after that you realize wow actually it's as you were saying it comes out sideways like in, in you're, you're trying to like stuff mm. everything in, in, but it's all just coming out and it's going to impact a lot of other people like, that, that you interact with and then the other point also that you mentioned about like repression you know trying to ignore some of the mm-hmm. supposedly how they would label negative feelings right they say oh you can't be angry you know all this stuff you, know? you just gotta keep yeah. it underneath you know but then mm. inevitably it will mm. manifest itself right you know you know yeah interactions with people yes so especially the mm. negative emotions, like you say, anger, envy, yeah. jealousy, yeah. Uh, lust. Okay, we immediately think of these things as like sinful. But, uh, you know, God created us with the capacity mm. to feel emotion. There must be a reason for that design. You know, so I had once a very, I would say, a very, a very enlightened <laughs> spiritual director. I mean, who actually scandalized me at that time. It was many, many years ago. And I was confessing some struggle at that point with, I think, Lasta. So it was actually an example that came to mind. And and he asked me, have you, can you talk to Lust? I was like, huh? Yeah. Talk to Lust? Like, yeah. talk to my Lust? Like, what the, it's so weird. I thought we're supposed to like just like ignore Isolate it or like, you know, it, don't give right, it the yeah. time of day. Don't listen. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's yeah, sinful temptation, it, yeah. right? Kind of a, you know, you don't you don't give it time of day. And he said, yeah, I said, no, he said, like, try mm. talking to it. Ask it where what is it trying to say to you? Where's it coming from? So I mean that oh. was the first time I had <laughs> really this kind of conversation. Since then, I mean I mean in my own journey, I realized, yeah, it's actually very normal. Why it could be, so taking that particular example, it could be a manifestation because I have not been looking after my own needs. It could be, if it's if it's a sensual thing, it could be I have not been looking after my body and it's crying out for attention and it's coming out in a, you know, in, in a certain way. And it could be problematic. Like the way it's coming out could be problematic. I mean, actually, a lot of times that's how we end up sinning. Yeah, if you want to talk to use that language, you know, really, like a lot of times that's how we end up sinning because we we are mm. not integrated and we don't know how to listen to the red flag, watch, you know, notice the red flags or the warning bells. We wait too long and then in the end, you know, yeah. something gives, right? And then we, we grasp either, you know, out of compulsion or whatever kind of thing to feed what is really lacking and then if it's the wrong thing, the wrong place, the wrong time, it's, you know, it's not loving, it harms ourselves and others, it's sinful, right? So, but what if we could, at a much earlier stage, learn to listen to our whole selves, including our bodies, including our emotions, and learn to discern, because discern is actually also, mm. it's about listening. What is the Lord saying to us through my body, through my emotions? You know, you could be saying, hey girl, this is not, I didn't yeah. create to be a robot. <laughs> you're, you're not, you know, or you're not actually mm. where I want you to be. Because if you're, you know, if, we're, if you're where I want you to be, you would be well. I mean, not like in all kind of sense, mm-hmm. but you know there'll be inner peace. You know, you will know that there'll be fruits of the spirit, right? So a lot of times, a lack of emotional health in our in the way we practice spirituality actually makes it harder for us to really grow closer to God and to really love um, our neighbor, right? So one thing that often I hear 
uh, not just for myself, but like say, I, I, people often tell me, it's like, you know, I'm told I, I cannot be angry. Ang- anger isn't from God. Or that you cannot be angry with God because how can you be angry with God? You know, kind of thing. Or you cannot be angry with your parents because that is dishonoring God or dishonoring your parents. And because there are these kind of scripts, right? Or angry with church, another one, right? Like, you know, uh, somehow there's something, there's an instinct, at least for those of us who want to try to be like, let's say we consider ourselves faithful Catholics. We feel oh, guilt yeah. when we're angry <laughs> at God or parents yes. or church, right? Yes. Kind of a thing, right? Yeah. Wow. But, you know, if you read the Psalms, the Psalms are full of angry Lots of anger, language. Yeah. Lots of angry language, yeah. Uh, full of honesty, yeah. right? And really, what I found is God is... Not only is he not upset or not afraid of our anger, he welcomes it because he created us with that capacity. If we actually know how to respond to our anger, to to listen or to befriend, to befriend our difficult emotions, right? Let's say our mm. anger, or envy, or jealousy, for example, these are all such horrible. We we think of them as very horrible emotions. We don't want them to be around, but if we befriend them. If we listen to them, we bring them into prayer, we bring them into our conversation with God. So often, uh, it ends up being the doorway for some deeper thing to be revealed about our our need, about ourselves, and about how much God loves us, actually. And how we have not been opening ourselves up to that love. And that's why we're feeling all this anger, this envy. And, you know, so if we shut it down, we're never going to get to the other side where we experience God's love and how God's responding to it and some revelation that he has waiting for us on the other side. But if we know how to befriend it, listen to it, uh, listen to our bodies, sometimes take that break that we need uh, or maybe have a bit of distance from the people Mm -hmm. that we need a bit of distance from, you know, to give time for this process to, to happen we, it's like we force ourselves to Mm. love and forgive you know, like when we can't. Who said that it has to that it's going to be instantaneous, or who said that it's not yeah. a, a complicated process? Who you know who said that we did we don't need to train up our yeah. spiritual muscles over a long period of time? You know, we just make all these assumptions ourselves that it should be instantaneous. Um, so then, because of that, we we end up going against the design that God gave us when He created us. You know, and now neuroscience and biology has so much also, I think it's very fascinating, so much to share with us about how when we do not process our emotions or listen to our emotions, uh, because these are, our emotions are trying to tell us something about our reality. You know, a lot of times our emotions are also trying to tell us through our, including our physiological reactions, uh, that maybe we're not safe, let's say relationally, right? But we because of different reasons that we, you know, we've, we've learned to tune that out or we're not sensitive to it. We don't know how to listen to it. And what happens when we chronically shut our emotions down and don't listen to our bodies? We actually literally can become sick. A lot of diseases, high blood pressure, yeah. you know, high all diabetes. A lot of these so are stress-related. Connected. Uh, yeah, exactly. They're, co- they're connected. So it it's like God created us in a very incredibly intricate way to tell us something about him and about ourselves and the way we are meant to live and the way we're meant to be in relationship. So why are we ignoring that? You know, like, I mean, in a sense, we we want something good. We want to grow closer to him, but we're ignoring the design that he gave us as creature. 